Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Another week of N4G Radio, episode 543 for January 14th, 2019. Ha <laughs> ha! Got it. Our first proper episode, so if you're still on the hangover from the three plus hour game of the year, tough shit. Play this one. Next track. In the club. On the show this week, we got Drew. Hello. We got the Wombat 2. Show. Anthony's here. Thanks. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> oh, I gotta liven myself up. It is it is early morn. Not really, but... When it snows, which we got our first big snow of the year. Yes, indeed. I, I, did I, not, uh, I didn't leave the house yesterday. I don't think we're going to get snow this year here in Georgia. <sighs> I was wondering if we were going to get a big one, and then we got snowed in yesterday. It literally yeah, snowed we... all day. Yep. How many? How many feet? Uh, I think we're. Oh no! I think we're probably six, eight inches. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but my son got to do his first snowball fight of the year, which he was he was thrilled. Yeah, my son got to go sledding yesterday. He was excited about it. It was very cold, though. <laughs> it was very cold. Anyway. 2019 is kicking off with with a da bang video games. Drew, yeah, I you can't talk about that 20 year old game you're reviewing. I'm <laughs> okay. <laughs> the embargo is Tuesday morning. Sorry. Okay, well that's fine then. Yeah, you know. I can mention that I am playing a 20 year old game known as Onimusha. Warlords. Onimusha Warlords. Uh, the remake. Or not remake, but remaster, Rem- I guess? Uh, yeah. Port? Revisiting? You want to call it a port? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Re-release? Yeah. Yeah. HD remake. <laughs> what, what are these names anymore? I mean, slap it on there, who cares? I mean, they call HD remakes for games that were in HD originally. <laughs> I think we should start... Everybody should be forced to do the THQ Nordic thing of having to figure out how they can make mm-hmm. a plan out of Remastered. It's Onimusha Onimastered Edition. Onimastered Oni Edition. Yeah. There you go. Well, I am playing that for review. Um, I did finish my review of Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. That's a solid game. I think everybody out there should probably play it. Yeah, I, I think the $40 price tag hurts it, but 
it's totally worth the forty dollars. I think on yeah, I was gonna say on the on the surface level maybe, but it's definitely worth that. But yeah, yeah, it's just hard to sell a game that a lot of people don't know that looks like one of those twenty dollars indie games. Yeah, for forty dollars, it, it it is a hard sell. I get it, but it's it's, it's real good. The only issue I really had with it was that it was just a slow burn to begin with. It's it's the, absolutely the worst uh, intro to one of the Wonder Boy games. Uh, man, none you, of them are spend, that slow. You spend like two to three, almost three hours in that pig form. Yeah, and I'm just like, wow, this this form sucks. It does, <laughs> and and like, so I thought because I love again Dragons and Traps, my favorite. Um, I thought that always was like a terrible form to be stuck in because like the dragon form can't a lizard man can't uh, can spit fire but he doesn't have armor spit hot uh, fire so like you can't do like close up attacks really because it's like ranged but you, you can but then you have to keep spamming the button because enemies are close by I thought that was bad and then as soon as I had to play as a character who is limited by how much magic they can use like that's really his only attack I was like yeah. This is I kind of waiting, and then the next one they give you is the snake. Yeah, like, oh. the greatest dragons of all time. <laughs> Dylan, 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 because I spit hot fire. Hot fire. I'm so glad you guys got hung up on that. <laughs> Come on, I sent you the spaghetti YouTube video the other spaghetti, day. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. <laughs> okay. Jokes anyway. and jokes and jokes. Um. So yeah, I, I reviewed uh, Monster Boy. You can check out the review probably this week. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, well, let's see here. I played. I haven't played any Evil Within since the last recording because, well, I haven't had time to. Which then goes to show you what I haven't had time to play, which is the Resident Evil Two demo. Oh, Drew. I have not even booted that up yet. Oh, I haven't had the time to Drew. play it. I know, I want to. It's um, so good! I'm sure it is, and I'm sure you guys will talk about it, and I wish I could talk about it, but I did, I did not play it. So. Oh, man. Um, I will try to play it probably today, maybe, if if I can get time to play it. Y'all tripping over your own balls about this 20-year-old 20 20 <laughs> game. You don't even know. It's it's not it's it's not like Oni <clears throat> Musha. This, yeah. this might as well be a new fucking game. Holy shit. It's basically what they did with Remake, the first one. Yeah, except it's even better. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still Resident Evil. Yeah, that's a good thing. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, we'll skip that and talk about the other game that I played. Uh, after, after our last uh, show, everybody really, really clamored about this game. So I said, okay, let's see what it's about. And I put probably about three or four hours into the messenger. Oh yeah, that's a really good game. Did you did you do it yet? Did you get to the thing? I don't think so. You would know if I, you did. Have you did you finish the Tower of Time? Uh, I have. I am at the base of a mountain. I'm in the fire. I went to the fire level. I got thrown up the mountain by these two ogre guys that I fought, and now I'm in the ice level. Okay, no, you have not done the Tower of Time. Okay. I just barely started it too, so. Yeah. Okay. It's it's literally like the game jokes about it. Like yeah. I you're... mean, uh, yeah. The 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 innkeeper, not innkeeper, but the shopkeeper. shopkeeper. The shopkeeper 
He's he's hinted at it a couple of times. But literally when it happens, like you meet these people and they're like, do I get to do the thing? I want to do the thing. Let's do the thing. And they build it up and then it happens and you're like, oh shit. Okay. Well, I'm excited because I've... I wouldn't say this is a very difficult game. No, it's... It's because of the cloud jump that that really helps, but some of the platforming later on gets hard, and the only thing that really makes it hard is the fact that your progression gets limited by that dude eating your shit when you do die. Yeah, but that's not that big of a deal. I've got... I'm missing three upgrades, and that's it. And one of them will take you forever, because it's a thousand goddamn jewels. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, whatever. And that's just an extra... You take less damage. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't found any of the boss fights really difficult at all. No. Um, and each level is like fifteen minutes tops, kind of thing. Yeah, it's but it's really about the. Uh, also, that game changes to a different kind of game when the thing happens. Okay. So that's that was a little weird. I know the 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 joke was. Um, the messenger's like, "Hey, I'm on, I'm at the base of the mountain. I'm almost done with this adventure." And the uh, the shopkeeper's like, "Yeah, you haven't watched the trailer, have you?" <laughs> to which I haven't went and watched the trailer because I don't want to spoil it for me. Yeah. So, nah, well, that's that's a that's a quality game. It is, and the music is so good. The music's really good. Uh, this is the closest thing you can get to like a shovel knight kind of game. Yeah, I'm, they, I'm excited because there's free DLC dropping in, I think, March? For the Messenger? Yes. Nice. It's like a beach level. It's kind of hilarious. Huh. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I played that. Um, that's, I think, and besides Overwatch. What's that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, I, which I said I had done my placement matches and ended up in really high silver. I then decided I want to try to hit gold. I went and did one comp match and one and I'm in gold and now I'm done. Good job. But I'll tell you one thing, they released this new thing where you can get this, you know, free Anna skin. The best hit challenge. And I have tried to I have lost practically every game trying to get that thing. You have to win the games, and I've tried Mystery Heroes to get my loot boxes. I've tried just quick play because I'm I get I get sick of losing the Mystery Heroes, and man, we need my team needs to get good. I don't know. I I got it. It's fine. I mean, yeah, but it's just something that you know. Here, all you gotta do is win nine games. I did it the first night we played. Well, that's good for you. <laughs> I have enough time to probably play two matches tops. So yeah, and I'm lo- I'm losing all of them. So that that doesn't that's not helping my cause. I was I was mm, I started to think about going for platinum, and I think my highest rating this season is twenty two thirteen, and I just can't seem to can't seem to get over that hump. Yeah, I will never try to go for platinum. I just want to see if I can do it. I think I'm. I mean, I'm sure I could probably do it, but the thing is, is that I would have to sit here and play nothing but Overwatch. I would also have to play my mains because a lot of times in competitive now, I'm just dicking around with other characters, trying to get used to them. 
But yeah, see, I don't do that in comp, man. I do that in quick play. Oh, quick play's a cesspool of shit. I don't even mess in there much anymore. It's it's just people throwing games in quick play on console, and I'm like, yeah. Is everybody know. just wanting to be DPS and well, and they turn into a deathmatch? Freezing, freezing doors closed. Yeah, I had one of those in comp the other night. I had a May throw in the game. I was very, very angry. Anyway. Yeah, Overwatch still 2019. Still talking about that stupid fucking game. Because it's it's one of the best games that's came out in the past three years. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, I played a lot of that game last year. I know everybody hates hearing about it, but it's the truth. I mean, that's that's a quality game that they keep adding stuff to it. I'll be interested to yeah. see how the meta changes with this this patch. Mm. I I don't know. Everybody's gonna be playing Reaper. I saw Reaper in the patch. I saw somebody play him. That shit does not need to make it to the the actual game. He's, un- he's unkillable. Like, literally unkillable. Well, there are multiple characters that counter that. I mean, you got you got McCree's flashbang, you've got the shield bash from Brigitte. Yeah, and none of that's going to... Th- Man, he shot Roadhog in the head and regained 180 health. <laughs> that's, that's not fair. Not even a healer can heal that much in one shot. No. That's just... Ugh. That shit don't need to happen. Anyway. Anyway. Whatever. Yeah. Anything that's, else? That's, nah, that's it. I, I really want to play Resident Evil 2 demo, but I haven't had the time. Oh, it's so good. Anthony, you want to go? Yeah, I don't have much. Um, so Did I've you played... not play the demo? No, why would I? That why means would I'm the, I? That because means you're going to be reviewing the game? Yeah, but why the... would I play the demo before reviewing the game? To see what you're getting into? I don't want to know what I'm getting into. <laughs> okay, fine. Be that way. <laughs> I have a pretty good. I have a pretty good idea of what I'm getting into. I watched the trailer and went, "All right." Did you see that gif where the guy blew both the zombies' arms off and then shot its head off? See, the the better gif is the one where he shoots him in the stomach, and then he falls in half. And he falls in half and starts crawling away, and his guts are splattered out. Oh, it's so good! Mm. That game is really good. I'm okay, still- anyways. Um, no, I haven't played that. I, uh, played a little bit of Spyro. I ended up watching more GDQ than I was playing. Um, and I finally finished, um, well, it wasn't very hard. I restarted and played it. I went through the tutorial and finished Override Mech City Brawl in a day. That's a really good fighting game that no one's playing. And it's been out a month. Yeah, but it's... I think the problem with that game, first and foremost, is that it's presented, and I guess it would work that way, but the reality is I I can't tell you if it does or not. It's presented more like a party game, except the characters control a little bit more um, like a fighting game. Like you, You control the characters' arms and then legs, and then there's special attacks with each um, limb, and then there's a ultimate attack when your health is low, but then there's also a shield that only defends your front, but uh, you can parry um, certain attacks. So if you can see that the enemy you're fighting is winding up for a punch, you hold the shield, you press the punch and that button, and then it parries as soon as their hand, uh, as soon as their um, punch hits, 
you've parried and knocked them back. Um, it's not like War of the Monsters as much as I thought it was going to be, which is fine. Um, there's some really cool uh, mech designs in that, but yeah, I play, I tried to play online, I found one person. Um, I think you just described why. That was very confusing. <laughs> And I, um, and I get it, it. it. Well, that's that. Is, you know what? That is yeah, that is fair. It's. I think you could come in and have a general idea of what to do and have fun with friends. But the, I, like I said before, I started up, thought I had some idea of what I was getting into, and there was nothing. I had to go through the tutorial. Um, but playing the single player, as soon as I had a strategy, it, I basically rode that strategy right to the end. Um, I played as the. Uh, dragon-looking uh, mech that looks like it's straight out of Power Rangers, and it has a special attack that uh, allows me to jump in the air and then come down like a meteor. So all I just kept doing was that at the enemies. did a ton of damage. Um, and the best part is, is that in the single player, you get mod chips, and that's totally dependent. Like, how good of a mod chip you get for certain uh, events depends on how well you do. And they just gave me one that allows me to reheal upon hitting the enemy. So I didn't die. It became very easy, even though it's like, this is a very hard stage. I'm like, this is challenging, but not much. Like, alright. That game also has a season pass. That's crazy. Yeah, and there's only one character out for it, which is fine, but there's nobody playing. So, you know, the the fact that they charge for a season pass is insane. Um, This weird unicorn mech thing. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It, it was. It, it's a good game. I think it, they uh, sold it wrong. I can't really tell you. There's something like obviously it didn't hit, and I don't know if it's because it was presented as a medium tier game and not like a twenty dollar title. Maybe if it was cheaper, it would do better. Yeah, thirty bucks is a bit. Yeah, it's forty in Canada. Uh, forty or fifty in Canada. I can't remember. And then there's also the special. Deluxe edition, which is forty bucks here, which has the season pass. Is it a disc copy that does that? I don't. Just... Well, no, there's a digital version of it, but I don't think there's uh, a. There's a physical copy of this. This this exists on store shelves. Man, like, and that's just it. I, I don't. It also came out I, I at a bad time. That too. Um, but I could see that. Like, it's another one of those games where if the right audience found it, I think people would. I think there'd be a fairly big community around it, but the problem is that they, they sold this, I think, as a, anyone can play this, and, like, I don't think that's the case, really, unless you're playing with friends just for fun, but, like, if you tried to go online, they'd wreck you. Like, I lost to the one guy I could find who's obviously been playing this and has never <laughs> he's, left the service. He's the override champion. That's why nobody's online. He just whooped everybody. Yeah. Um, and that's it. I, I, again, I watched a lot of AGDQ. Um, that was a good year, but um, yeah, I've been having stuff going on, so I haven't played much. Right. Oh, I played Bendy and the Ink Machine. Okay, can I just say that game sucks? I hate that game. I, like, I like the idea of it, but it's not. I thought it was fine. I didn't... Bendy and the Ink Machine? Yeah, I've played through chapter uh, like, well, one and a half chapters. I think there's five. Yeah, yeah, so, so at the beginning, it's fine. At one point in that game, uh, you are forced to fight. Again, I'm doing this through remote play or whatever it's called, share play. So it's already not going to have a great experience, but regardless. Um, there's a point in that game where you 
have to fight a, one of the ink creature things. And then they start coming... There's a bunch of them that start coming out of holes in the floor. Or whatever. And it's easy to have them attack you from behind, and it just says you're getting hit. And, like, combat in that game is not great. And then... There, right after that, there's like a stealth segment where I have to find something. I couldn't figure it out. Um, and there's three enemies sort of walk, well, like, are walking around. Um, and it's not the greatest sort of like pattern recognition. So, like in stealth games, like if you wait long enough, you should see the like in a decent stealth game, you should see the pat- pattern that the enemy walks. And um, they're just, they're not fantastic, so I didn't know what I was looking for, and I was just wandering around, and then I couldn't tell if it could see me or not, like, it, it was very unclear on what hid me and what didn't, so I could be standing in the doorway, and as long as the enemy, like, if I'm just a little bit to the right of the way the enemy's gonna come, he can't see me, even though I'm standing just in the doorway, he doesn't look in, even though it's an open door, he just walks by, but if I'm a little to the left of the door... Still at the back, so like like it, just a little left of where I'm standing, he might be able to see me. Like it doesn't make sense. It's a, it's a weird game. I'm not sure. Like I, I guess it's for like kids before they get into horror stuff. Like I didn't. I don't know how much adult content's in there. I don't think it's a lot, if any. Um, it's just like I'm not. I don't think that game's all that great. Like all that stuff's been done better. Like um, on the PC, like I've seen like the instructions. It looks like you have to like actually swing like, drag the mouse and swing to attack. And if that's the case, like, I'd argue that uh, Penumbra did that better, which was the game before Amnesia. Um, Dead Island, baby! I, yeah, I, um, you know, uh, and, like, a lot of Bioshock vibes from this game, like, just play Bioshock. And Bioshock 2. I already played Bioshock and Bioshock 2. Yeah, well... I'd assume that this is going for an audience that hasn't. I don't know. But there's a lot of merchandise for Bendy. I like the design of the characters, but like, there's a lot of more merchandise, I think, than people actually play in the game. I don't know. Make it's, money. it's one of those games that, like, my kid sees it and he's like, I want to play that. Just okay. like Five Nights at Freddy's. They made, like, 12 of those. Five Nights yeah, at Freddy's is like the saw of video games. The saw. They just too keep, much. They just too keep much. making them. Should have stopped. Yeah. A long time just, ago. Well, but kids love them, man. They're bringing that thing to consoles now, apparently. So. Mm. What? Yeah, I, I playing that game yesterday. I was just like, this. This is all not great ideas. It's kind of thrown together. Like I can't tell where I'm being hit from. Like. That's great, but this is just a horde of enemies, and I'm supposed to be fighting them all. And they just come out, they seem to come out in no... They don't come out in waves, they just come out at random. And it's not like whack-a-mole. Like, I don't get to see... It's not like a line of them. It's all around the room. All around the world. Yeah. That's it. That's all I played. (laughs) Sugar Ray reference on that podcast. Uh, You know, Mark McGrath, he's a... Special kind of guy. All right, Didn't we just have a Martin McGrath reference on this podcast like two weeks ago? Obviously, yeah. there's too many. The fact that you're even questioning that tells me there's too many Mark McGrath references on this fucking podcast. <laughs> like, you shouldn't I mean, even have to have that question. I mean, 
Scott Stapps had a lot of references on this podcast too. Yeah, and I, I fucking you know every time. Burner now, Liz Gould there. What if? <laughs> what if? Oh boy! All right, is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right, move on to the Wombat. 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 I ain't played nothing. <laughs> uh, uh, so seriously, I haven't played anything. Um, I mentioned on the Game of the Year podcast that I finished the Spider-Man DLC. That's literally the last thing I played. Um, I uh, my son got some games for Christmas that we haven't completely played yet, including the new Labo, which we got to unpack and. Uh, put together, but um, I really, honestly haven't played much. I started Assassin's Creed Odyssey again, um, not started over again, started playing it again um, to try and get myself back into it, and um, still good. It is. I mean, I realized I felt like I had barely played any of it. Like, I felt like, God, I'm so early, It's it's got so much to play. I had put ten hours into this game already, and it felt like I had put nothing into it. That's how big this game is. It's a little intimidating, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that was that was my biggest issue with that game, was just how big it actually is. Yeah. So, um, I'm back into it now, and we'll uh, put as much time into it as I can until uh, new stuff comes out, and then I end up putting it on the shelf again. Gee, there's so much stuff coming out. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they're like, not a whole lot coming out in the first month and to month and a half of 2019. I was like, are you fucking high? It's like a yeah. billion fucking games coming out. <laughs> yep. And um, there's an Anthem, Anthem demo coming as well. Yeah. There was two demos this weekend. There was the, the Resident Evil 1, obviously. Actually, three. There was Resident Evil 1, there was a God Eater 3, and then the DOA 6 beta dropped. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. And like all of those games are coming out real soon. Yep. <sighs> all right. So is that it? Alright, I'll touch on a few things here. I played that Hitman collection, the HD enhanced collection. I forgot how stupid Blood Money was. So, I played through the tutorial, and like when you walk up to the guard at the gate, at the, the what is that, the, the abandoned theme park, and they... <laughs> God damn! Like, if you haven't, if you don't remember this, you just, you just go watch a video of it. The guy walks up to you like, "What the fuck you doing here, cracker?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I'm looking for Clarence Thomas." He's like, "Who, <laughs> Mr. Swing King?" Oh, that motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's just so. That's the one thing I remember from Blood Money is that that whole scene right there. Oh my god! And like I'm playing it like just for just for reference. I just right before Game of the Year played through entirely Hitman 2, the new one. And that game is so good and so polished and like so refined in the in the like Hitman formula that going back to Blood Money you're like wow, these are really like archaic and stiff mechanics compared to Hitman 2, which makes sense because it's an older game. Right. But just uh, it was weird going back to that. And then I played a little bit of Absolution. I'm like, man, they really went for the Leon the Professional with the Absolution, didn't they? Like, straight up yeah. to the, we got the girl, we gotta hide her, and now I'm gonna go kill all these motherfuckers. And 
Like, the cutscenes are so serious. Yeah. Whew. I like that game, though. No, I, I did. I like playing it again. I was like, I remember I really like this game. I like the whole Sam Fisher, you know, paint the targets and then kill them real fast kind of stuff. Yeah. That game is, uh, that's an expensive collection, though. It's $60, and you can't buy them separately, which a lot of people ain't happy about, because a lot of people, as you know, don't want anything to do with Absolution, so... But right. I mean, it, it, it looks good. Like, the cutscenes are still very low-res because they didn't remaster those, but the games themselves look like, obviously, like the PC versions. They they look really nice running in 4K. and uh, It's it's neat to go back and see those games, but 60 bucks is a hard pill to swallow for those two games. Um, I also played... Uh, I got back into Yakuza. I was like, I, after talking about Game of the Year and people talking about 6, I'm like, I really want to play 6, so maybe I should start my... Go back and, you know, clean up Zero and then start Kiwami and then maybe pick up Kiwami 2 and, like, those games are really good. Like, just really, really good. Played a game called Tracks for the Xbox, which is a racing game. Like... Do you remember the racing games where you'd build the tracks, or the racers where you build the tracks and then you like, like they just stay on a track? Like, in the the objective is to speed up or speed down, going around turns. Like slot cars. Yeah, that's what this game is. Weird. That's not fun in video game form. It's it's really not. Uh, I played New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. And I forgot that that game had a very strict timer. Which makes it very impossible to try to go through and explore the levels. Also, there's a lot to that game. <laughs> there are a lot of levels. The new characters that they added, like Nabbit, he, he can't die. Yep. So they basically just made like a Super he was, easy uh, mode. He was in Super Luigi U. Yeah. Nabbit was. Now you can just play him straight up from the beginning in New Super Mario Bros. U. And uh, honestly, that game is not really hard per se. It's the timer that'll get you. Like, I think New, uh, Luigi U is straight up built around timer. Like, it's like a super yes. low timer. Yep. So, that kind of stuff stresses me out. I don't, I don't like timer. I had forgotten that that's what that game was. And that stuff really stresses me out. I'm like, I want, if I want to play a platformer, I just kind of want to take my time and have fun. And you can't take your time in those games. Mm-mm. So, really kind of sucks. Um, and then I installed a couple games on Game Pass, checked them out. I checked out Absolver on Xbox. That game is still neat. Um, I think that might be it. I mean, I play a lot of Overwatch. I did play. I did start and finish in its entirety. Donut County. That's a neat game. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's so neat. Did you? Did you have it on console or? Mobile? Yeah, I played it on Xbox. Did you? Is it free on Game Pass or something? No, no. They sent they send me those codes every week for the. Oh, ID. that's right. That's yeah, right. for the ID yeah. game. So I played. Right. I was going to say because I know for from everybody that said it. This is actually one of those games that you should play on mobile. 
Um, not only because of the controls and the game was kind of built around that, but the fact that it's far cheaper than the console version. Yeah, I'm, price wise, I'm sure it's fine, but like control wise, it's fine on a console. I mean, you're just moving. No, no, but like uh, apparently the dragging of the hole around with your finger like feels really good, which is not something you can say about many games that like even I'd say Hitman Go was like I can control this with a controller. I don't need to play this on mobile. Yeah, no. I the only thing I don't really care for as far as the is the menus are done like the mouse cursor thing. So Ugh. I know that's your favorite thing. Yeah, the worst. But that's yeah, really the only it. complaint I have about the console version. Like playing with the analog stick is fine. Um, that game is is as Drew likes to say a lot. That game is very charming. Um, has some neat music in it, and probably the best uh, use of a cell phone text message system. Because you can just quack. That's pretty good. Also, the raccoon is a dick. He's just a giant dick. <laughs> but no, that was a that was a neat game. Well, I think that's really about all I played. I did pick up a lot of stuff, but I have just not just not found time to play anything. And then after the new year, it's like. You know, you you have a bunch of these games that you haven't finished that you talk about going back to, and I started looking at those games, and I'm like, yeah, I should totally jump back into this, jump back into this, jump back into this, and then I look at the release list, which is a good segue, and I'm like, holy shit, there's a whole lot of games coming out. <laughs> I'm not gonna have any time to go back to the stuff I want to play. But this week we have Panda Hero. Oh yeah. And a hero. And a hero. We've got As Divine Hearts 2. Holy Potatoes, we're in space. Cool, 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 cool. The return of Onimusha with Onimusha Warlords. Drew can talk about that next week. Because we can talk about this week. Game's 20 years old. Smash Hit Plunder. Smoke and Sacrifice. Sounds like a Snoop Dogg album, right? It does, 100%. <laughs> steep Rocket Wings. That's an add-on for Steep. Yep, people are still playing that game. Uh, the Grand Tour Car Game. Uh, Walking Dead, the Telltale series. The final episode. Oh my god. Vain. I know, I know Anthony's interested in some Vain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Planet RIX 13. Hell Warders. Kingdom Hell what? Warders. Warders? Yeah, like warder. Warders. Okay. Uh, Kingdom of Blades. Kingdom of Blades of Steel. That sounds like a like cheap ass mobile game or something. It does. Uh, is it Yik or Y-I-I-K, a postmodern RPG? Oh shit, that's finally coming out? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just Yik. Yik. Um, Yik. That's been, that's been talked about for a long time. Um, that looks kind of interesting. Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. Kingdom Hearts VR Experience. Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet Complete Edition, and also Dissonance of the Nexus. They're still releasing DLC for that game. 
Um, Alvastia Chronicles. Farm Together, because who wants to do it alone? Ain't nobody want to farm alone. That's right. Uh, Guacamelee 2 is finally hitting the Xbox One this week, the final machine that it's going to release on, I believe. Uh, and now the Switch. Holy shit. A lot of Switch. We've got uh, a lot of the stuff we've already mentioned, uh, but we've also got Bash the Bear. Bedtime Blues. Bash the Bear Bedtime Blues. No, no, it's two different games. I know, but they <laughs> sound good together. <laughs> like peanut al- butter and chocolate. You can also add in Build a Bridge. A lot of bees this week. Uh, Crash Strike Bowling EX. Uh, Dying Reborn. Fairy Fencer F. Advent Dark Force. What? That's, that's, I said it. I ain't saying it again. Those Fairy Fencer games, there's a lot of those, right? Yeah, I reviewed some of them. Yeah. Uh, Feudal Alloy. Uh, Gunman Clive HD Collection. Y'all motherfuckers need to buy this. Those games are so good. And it's super cheap. So, buy that. Left Right The Mansion. Mega Mall Story. Octahedron okay. Transfixed Edition. The Shrouded Isle. Fight of Gods. Old School Racer 2. And Travis Strikes Again. And no more heroes. So, there you go. On to the PC. We got... There's Gravity Panda. First hentai game of 2019, Hentai Sexy Puzzles. It's always a good one. Uh, Boobs or GTFO. Wow. (laughs) How Mosquito Became Human. That's a game coming out this week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Foobar. There's a game called Foobar and it's in early access. Hentai Like a Boss. Like a boss. The seduction seduction of Shakira in VR. Wow. <laughs> it's spelled differently than the, the, the musical artiste. My so. understanding is her hips don't lie, so. <laughs> There's a game coming out called Butterbees. Wow. Hentai Devil Puzzle. There's a lot of puzzle games involving hentai. Oh, and then finally, Toilet Simulator. Toilet Simulator. Yeah. I just realized that we totally did not talk about the Resident Evil demo. That game is really good. You should play it. That's what I was thinking. I was like, why are you not... I I guess I forgot because we talked about it so much at the beginning and then realized that nobody played it except for me. Man, it looks really good. Like, the shooting feels super good. Um, For people who actually have, like, all of the, like, 
fancy setups. Like, Capcom has done more than a lot of companies have. Like, there's so many options. Um, it supports 4K, HDR, it has a 30 and a 60 FPS mode. It supports Dolby Atmos on Xbox One for sound, which, if you know anything about how that stuff works, Resident Evil 2 and Dolby Atmos, holy shit. Hmm. Um, the physics, like, when you shoot the zombies, are so fucking good. Like, every little piece of stuff you shoot, it just, it, it's, you gotta, you just gotta see it. It's just, it is ridiculous how good this game looks. Great. So. You need to play that demo, then. Yeah, you should totally play that. It sucks that it's only 30 minutes, and it's like, all you have to do is survive. Like, there's way more than 30 minutes worth of content in there. But, yeah. And totally, like, one of the things I think is cool about this version is when you get the maps, there's little exclamation points on points of interest. So... It's not like, you know, if you, if the stuff they've changed or whatever, it, it kind of will guide you a little bit as opposed to the old games, which were like basically like, hey, figure this really obscure shit out. So is it really, is it just the beginning of the game, period? It's the police station. Like, uh, so you, you start basically like when you open the door of the police station and walks in? You don't even, I think the intro shows you walking in, but yeah, it's literally you're standing in the uh, main hall of the police station when the demo starts. I gotcha. And, and everything like, you I get do. cutscenes and stuff in between there? No, there's no cutscenes. There's a uh, dialogue where you talk to people, and it's like an in-game cutscene, but it's not like a CGI cutscene. And then when you finish it, you get this brand new like trailer for the game. Is and the timer going while you're talking to people? Yes, the timer's always going. Why would you even want to do that then? Uh, at one point, I think you have to if you trigger that story scene. Gotcha. So... But yeah, it's uh And it's just Leon though Claire. Yeah, he mentions Claire, but you don't play as her. Gotcha. So obviously the intro has already happened where they met and got separated. But uh yeah, that's uh whew, that game looks really good. Can't wait. It's like a week and four days so that game comes out. Yeah, twenty fifth. Uh, let's talk about some news. Let's do some news. Uh, speaking of the demo, it is available till January 31st. I finished it in 18 minutes and like 42 seconds, I think. Oh, so you can get an ending, basically. You, there's a there's a spot that triggers the, hey, you completed this. Gotcha. So. And that's uh, it. You can't ever play it again. Nope, not unless you switch accounts. Then you can. What happens if you try to load it back up? It just says your time is up. Oh. Yeah, you can't play it anymore. I wonder if you delete it and start it back. No, and it's, it. it's tied to your account. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, so, The Division 2 is not going to Steam. Instead, it's going to the Epic Game Store. And so, the the great separation of PC gaming stores begins. Because let's be fair, the most of the ones that have come before this haven't really made a dent. Well, I think it's funny because it's because it's a Ubisoft game. You're still gonna have to fucking use UPlay. You always got to use UPlay, son. Yeah, I know. So what's the fucking point? You buy from UPlay. Some people you have to go through it anyways. Well, it's some going people installed to your computer. Oh, oh, come on. Let's let's talk about the PC community for a minute. They hate UPlay. They will not use the U, the Ubisoft store, but they'll still buy Ubisoft games. And they, well, then they're dumb. Then they prefer to buy them on 
fucking steam. But this is going to be a lot of this going forward of like, hey, we're coming to the Steam store, or we're coming to the Epic store, but not the Steam store, vice versa, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> I just think this is all dumb. Um, it's another yes. thing that I like about my consoles is that the store is the fucking same on every system. So I don't have to go to a different store to buy my copy of whatever Switch game I want to play. or. But it's just... I don't know. I I think this shit is just dumb. There's an Origin store, a Uplay store, an Epic store, a Blizzard store, a Steam store. Like, fuck, man. I want to run as little bit as possible on my PC when I'm trying to play a game. At least when I used to play a lot of PC games. Last thing I want is 25 stores running in my tray, you know. Now let's talk about the elephant in the room. Bungie bought the rights to Destiny from Activision, and there is no more Activision-Bungie collaboration. Bungie is going to self-publish Destiny going forward with a $100 million investment from a Chinese company. I can't remember the name of the Chinese. Or NetEase, that was the name of the company. So they've got a $100 million investment from them to self-publish Destiny going forward. And the internet cheered. Because I don't know why. Finally, Bungie is free from evil Activision, who was paying for all the marketing. Well, I you the same kind of comment I'd make if the talk was why don't we write, like raise game prices? Do you not think if they're they want to make money, like is that what you think? That like this is just altruistic and the. It's just to recoup a little bit of our cost that we sell it. No, they're going to still sell you the same crap. They might not do it as much, but they're still going to sell you the same crap. Like, come on. Like, is that what the people think is going to go away? The in-game store? Because I can tell you right now, it's not going anywhere. One of the things that I've noticed in the gaming community is that everybody hates Big Brother. So, going back to the story before about yeah. the Epic Store versus Steam, people hate Steam now. Steam is the devil. Remember well, when Steam was the savior? I, I, yeah, I do. I, I can understand it to some point, though, because Steam just was like, well, it's we just we just run the store, but we like we don't have any control over what's on it. Like, yes, you absolutely one hundred percent do. Stop putting shit on the store. No, no, I, I totally believe right? that that part. But is then true. you're right. I understand that everybody seems to. Oh, Steam Valve doesn't care about its customers, and to be fair, they don't. But nevertheless, like I got news for everybody in the gaming industry: not one of these companies gives a fuck about you. Yeah, that's true. Sony, don't at least not so. At least not further than how much money you're willing to spend. Exactly. They only care about you. Sony. You know that plastic box you praise all the time. You're so loyal to them. They don't give a fuck about you. They give a fuck about your three hundred ninety-nine dollars. Microsoft. Oh, look at all the consumer-friendly things. Yeah, that's cool, but Phil still wants your fucking money. Okay? <laughs> you know, none of these companies give a fuck about you. They're and, trying to put food on a table for their families. And I, 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 But I, in this particular case, I feel like everybody's put all the negative shit on... Uh, Activision. No, no, no. Activision is you, evil, not, for sure, but... Activision Activision definitely had some say, but Bungie gets to develop a game. 
like... Bungie broke the, the game idea, to begin the with. The dumb <laughs> idea that, like... No, Bungie released a shit game. No offense, but the first Destiny game was, like, you played the demo, and then the demo was what you're going to do for the entire game. The alpha or beta or whatever it was called. Sorry, it's not a demo. Um, but that, that's what that whole game was. Get to a point. Defend the point. And it only got better with the DLC that was later on. But, like, they released a game that wasn't great. Do you think Activision was the reason why Destiny 2 didn't do well? Absolutely not. Oh, player, <laughs> player base. And all the game. people that people like, I'm assuming people still think that there's some group of people there that made the first three Halo games, and that's... They are going to get to make their own thing again. Like, those people are gone. <laughs> A lot of like, them are. Yes, a lot of them yeah. are. It's kind of like waiting on Rare to make another Banjo-Kazooie. It's like, eh, most of those guys that made Banjo-Kazooie are gone. Mm-hmm. I hate to tell you and, that, but they are. And Bungie, or, sorry, Destiny is an online game. And unless everybody's going to pay for monthly fees, like, the money to run it still has to come from somewhere. It, it does, and it's very telling that they're trying to get people back into the game because they've been basically giving away Destiny 2 for a while. Like, it's been really cheap, and I think they gave it away, the vanilla version, with PlayStation Plus at one point. And they gave it away on um, but the, they give it, the PC version, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. So, like, they're trying to get people into that game, and I'm sure that they're working to make it a better game because, I mean, who sets out to make a bad game? But okay, now they have less. Now they have too. less money to do these things, and like, like you said, it's an online game, and running an online game costs a lot of money. So I'll be interested to see how this shakes out, to say the least. Hmm. Like the reason why something like the game of this podcast, Overwatch you know, can keep doing all these things is because there's a constant revenue stream. Yeah, for now, like, until you can't they... Just, you, can't, you can't just rely on new people adopting the game. That doesn't work. Until they ban loot boxes, then Overwatch will probably have to start something else. Mm. <laughs> well, then they just start selling your costumes straight up. Or items straight up, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, they like, already then, do that. Uh, every now and then they'll sell, like, a special costume... Which I'm gonna be. No, but they'll just. I'm saying that they'll just put dollar values on stuff. Finally. Yeah, I mean, cosmetics is fine. Like I've never had an issue with people charging for cosmetics. You don't need them. They don't enhance the game. But I've seen Overwatch's community, and what was it? The Tracer Genji outfits were ten bucks a piece, and man, I've seen a lot of those in the game. So. Uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, news about that game this week. Guess what you can do in that game? What? You can pause it. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. It's not an online-only game, so... It's news when you can pause a Souls game. Yeah, they say they discovered the... Well, it's not really a Souls game. (laughs) Isn't it supposed to be a lot easier? It's supposed to be more like a Tenchu. I thought it was supposed to be harder. (laughs) Oh, I thought I heard the opposite. I thought it was no, I thought I heard it was supposed to be easier. More approachable, maybe. I, I haven't heard anything about difficulty. I just know that the gameplay-wise, it's supposed to be like Tenchu. I don't know. I'm interested to see what that game is. I am. Me too. Uh, Monster Hunter World Anniversary event starts soon on January 26th. It will be available on all platforms. 
Uh, this is returning event quests as well as new seasonal gear and items to earn. And they also announced the date for the Witcher crossover. Uh, it's February 8th. Yeah, boy. That's way sooner than I thought it was going to be. Uh, we talked about this, I think, a while back, but uh, Square Enix has uh, confirmed that uh, the epilogue for Kingdom Hearts 3 will be added post-launch. Um, 12 years from now. So they are tightly protecting the conclusion to the Kingdom Hearts trilogy by keeping it Con- off the disc Conclusion. Entirely. Did they put that in quotation marks? I don't trust them. I, I don't. DOA 6 beta dropped this week, so you could play that. Uh, I know people probably were expecting me to play that, but I don't really play a lot of online DOA, so I didn't bother. Uh, rumor mill. Uh, somebody, I guess, looked at some code for the the Switch Online uh, NES games and found a list of Super Nintendo games. Oh, cool. So we got the list here. It is a Super Mario Kart, obviously, linked to the past, clearly. Demon's Crest, Yoshi's Island, Stunt Race FX, Kirby's Dream Course, Poppin' Twin B, Star Fox, Contra 3, Kirby Superstar, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Super Metroid, Super Mario World, Pilot Wings, F Zero, Star Fox 2, Super Punch Out, Legend of the Mystical Ninja, Super Mario All Stars, and Breath of Fire 2. Interesting. So, aren't most of those the games that are on the um, the so, Super Nintendo Classic or whatever? A fair amount of them. Yeah. Like Legend of the Mystical Ninja is not. Yeah, there's a few on there that are not on that collection, but a lot of them are like Kirby's Dream Course, Kirby Superstar, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Metroid, Mario World. Yeah, a lot of those are on like there. Dreamland Three wasn't for some yeah. reason uh, on the Super Nintendo. Star Fox Two is a neat one to have if you didn't buy a Super Nintendo Classic, I guess. Um, they showed off the Xbox One wireless mouse, keyboard and mouse from Razer, the official one. That thing is like $300 or $200. It's ridiculous. I ain't paying $300 for a keyboard. I'm sorry. Um, not a lot coming out of CES. CES was mostly about TVs and refrigerators. It's true. Uh, CES, um, there was, uh, God, um, what are they, Hyperkin? Is that the one that makes the Retron? Yeah, I think so. They were uh, putting out a build-your-own Super Nintendo. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, apparently that's a thing. Um, I want to oh, I can't remember who it is, but somebody, one of the other sort of companies, it might have been Hyperkin, actually, is going to do a new Sega Nomad, potentially. I saw Soldier um, Boy is, uh... He oh, took God. his consoles down. He just down, can't. But he took he, his consoles down, and he has a new one up. It's like a Vita, right? Yes. <laughs> he's like, like, did you not? He's like, learn? Nintendo got me. Let's see if Sony gonna come get me. Oh, Somebody yeah. ought to crank that soldier boy. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, but yeah, uh, Hyperkin, whatever company it is, one of those third-party companies, is also making a bunch of Sega controllers too. It like with analog sticks. It looks like um. The analog sticks from a PlayStation 4 controller attached to the bottom of a Sega Saturn controller. It's really weird. I don't know why. That's another thing that came out of CES, though. Uh, Ed Boone tweeted out the cover for Mortal Kombat 11. Did anybody see it? Yep. Yeah. No. That thing looks good. It's yellow. That's pretty cool. It's yellow. It's got Scorpion on it. It's pretty cool. 
Put some foil Agreed. behind that shit, make it shiny. Yeah. I've already pre-ordered the Big Dumb Stupid Edition, so whatever. That's fine. What comes in the Big Dumb Stupid Edition? It's just the season pass. I don't think they're actually doing a statue or anything. At least they haven't announced one yet. Even then, it's usually the same game inside with just a statue, at least. Yeah, I think I have. They didn't do one for, they didn't do one for um, Injustice 2, though, correct? I don't remember a statue for that. Mm, they did a statue, but they sold it separately. Ah, uh, well, I I prefer that over. I bought it. Walking shit to the. It was actually board. it was actually two K. It was Batman and Brainiac. And I bought it. It was like a hundred dollars. Because of course I did. That's actually not terrible for. You did. They're actually no, like most of the statues that come in like collector's editions are garbage. Yep. Um, but this one's actually nice. Um, the, the Mortal Kombat, like, WB usually does good ones. Like, their Batman statues are good, the Mortal Kombat statues are good. Uh, I'll tell you, surprisingly, one of the best statues I ever got in a collector's edition is the Mario versus Rabbids one. The that, Rabbid? Yeah, the Rabbid in the Mario yeah. outfit. That thing is super high quality. I, I'm wondering if it's the same company that made that, that made all the Rabbids figures. Because the Rabbids figures from their TV show or whatever are pretty good, too. So, uh, If you were so concerned over Red Dead 2's PS4-exclusive content, it is now available on Xbox One. I couldn't even tell you what it is. Uh, it's a gun or something. I don't remember. Nope. There we go. Um, Final Fantasy X and twelve release dates have been announced for Switch and Xbox One. They're both due in April. Um, Alien... What's it called? Blackout was announced? I think so, yeah. Uh, it is a follow-up, I guess, to Alien Isolation, and it is only on your phone. I've heard it's not a follow-up. I think it's a retelling. It's related to... Well, it's the same character. It's uh, Yeah, I th- but I think it's a retelling of okay. what's supposed to happen. I've also now. heard it's like Five Nights at Freddy's. Is what kind of game Yeah, I'm is. assuming you're watching monitors and keeping people safe. I, I From... The sounds of it, I think people are just like you're watching it, uh, computer monitors, and so it's like Five Nights at Freddy's. But I, from the like how I read it, I took it more like Republic, where you have a character that you're kind of commanding. But also buried in that press release, Sega announced they are working on a online first-person MMO shooter in the Alien franchise. So there you go. Well, Bungie did just <laughs> separate from that. Sega has released Catherine on the PC. But just the original version. Yes, and they also confirmed that the new full-body game is PS4 exclusive in the West. Alright. Which means stop asking for Switch. Or That's... Vita. Stop it. I think it's supposed to come out in Vita and no, but... as well. I you know I still get frustrated when I see companies like releasing games on Vita but not on Xbox One or Switch. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. World of Warcraft has put a memorial to Stan Lee in the game. That's pretty cool. Uh, game Pass added two new games this week: Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Three and Just Cause Three. In a holy shit, why'd you show me this? Because now I'm pissed it doesn't exist. The guys who made Sonic Mania shows off a rejected Darkwing Duck concept that they pitched to nice. Capcom. Yeah, it looked really good, and we'll never play it. 
Makes me sad. Darkwing Duck. I'd have totally played another Darkwing Duck game. Um, I think that might be it. Oh no, there's two that we're missing then. Uh, Nintendo did, like, everybody said there was going to be a direct this week, and then Nintendo just said, hey, Yoshi's Crafted World is coming out in, was it March or April or something? What what do you got? Because I'm scrolling through here, I don't So I sent you, I sent you one on, uh, (laughs) so... In the news of Fallout 76, because the just the dumpster fire just keeps, you're like, oh, it's almost out, and then it just reignites. Um, a bunch of players, net potential hackers, have broken into the developer room in the game, um, meaning that all the items are in that room, and some of those items are supposed to be bought via <laughs> the in-game store. Um, and those players take those items and left the room. And that room is also the room from Fallout 4, which just shows you how much that's built, this game is built off of it. And they started banning players because some of these people that took these items were trying to sell it for real cash money. Um, Bethesda... <laughs> Bethesda would ban your account or suspend your account, whatever, um, and basically said, like, you need to tell us how we how this happened. Because we don't know, and when you when you when you do, we might think about like reinstating your account. They were I, sending I think, out emails asking <laughs> asking the people that broke into the room how they broke into the room. I think banning their accounts is a uh, is a uh, that's a good thing. I, I think you would not want to play that game anymore. Because didn't Nuke stop working in the new year? Yeah. <laughs> Like this game keeps fall yeah this this game keeps falling apart and it's just the the fact that like you have the nerve to be like um here's a little bit of the letter we would like to reach out to you concerning this Fallout 76 account our records indicate that a character or characters on this account appear to be corrupted and or unusual state at this time this form of character corruption is typically seen after a character has visited an area within the game that isn't typically accessible via normal gameplay <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, I, I, truthfully, I probably just skipped over Fallout 76 news because I just assume it's a dumpster fire at yeah, this point. It's just, it keeps getting worse and worse. And then, in another dumpster fire, holy shit moment, uh, did anybody hear about Gearbox? Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't really want to talk about this because it's just allegations at this point. And, uh, well, <sighs> from my understanding... There was a USB stick left at a medieval times. Yeah, that's that's the one I don't want to talk about because for the same reason that they left it out of the Kotaku story is that you can basically say anything in in a lawsuit that you file. And while mm, he did, for it, sure. but he also did admit that the USB stick existed and that it was of a cam girl, and that he was that's the he part was, that I'm talking. That's the part that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the allegations of was people. No, that I mean they're in. <laughs> So Randy Pitchford's being sued because somebody's saying that he embezzled money. So that already puts him in a bad position. And then there was a USB stick of questionable material. And then he's like, "Well, there was a USB stick, and it did have porn on it, and I left it at medieval times." Which is but just... the, his explanation was that it was a research for a magic trick. Yes. Right. Right. <laughs> See, you kind of have to talk about it because it's so fucking absurd. 
A, why did you bring a USB stick that had a had porn on it to why medieval is times? Why is there a medieval? It also <laughs> had a lot of company uh, sensitive company information. Yep. B, why would you leave it there on accident? Why would you put porn on a C, USB stick in the first? Why would you look at porn to try to devise a magic trick? Oh, you just I'm not gonna repeat it here, but just go read his statement. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's something it, There's it's something, something magical about it, but it's not it's, it's not the trick he's trying to pull. And this is from and I should Does remind she make her, something disappear as all I'm gonna ask. Well, you know, she doesn't make it something disappear, she makes something happen that maybe didn't happen. Maybe you can work with that. Oh my god. Um and this is from the same guy who retweeted Retweeted out a link to Battleborn Porn Reddit 30 minutes after it was made. Well, so, I mean, he needed time to fap it out. I mean, just. Uh, Rena so Pitchford has made a lot of mistakes in his life. We'll just uh, say that. Rena Pitchford seems like a kind of a douche. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be. Oh, is that the word we're gonna use? Kind of. Uh, just, you know, I don't know the man, so I don't want to. So that's why this I say is the guy that got upset that people called him out for using a or for people figured out that Alien Colonial Marines was made by a um, contract dev, right? It was not made by Gearbox, and he got angry with people for giving out facts. <laughs> I. Uh, I try not to get too much into this stuff. It's just, it's muddy. You're right, but there, I mean, the fact is, that there was—I mean, well, it, unless he confirmed it, which he, it sounds like he kind of did, but a lot of this is just hearsay. Yeah, it's all legalities, and obviously, there's some things he can't say because you can't talk about things when you're in legal proceedings. But right, yeah, there's a lot. You know what they say: where there's smoke, there's fire. So there's probably some fire at the gearbox offices, which I think the funniest thing was seeing everybody react and saying, "Oh, what's going to happen to Borderlands?" I, you know, that's not the important part right now. Yeah, that's what's going to happen to Randy Pitchford. Isn't <laughs> <Yeah. it? laughs> uh, well, needless to say, I don't think he. I think he will be stepping down very soon. I think that's probably in his best interest, just to take his well, money that he's made and just uh, stop doing does this. Two K have some ownership. They seem to publish most of Gearbox's. I don't think they own the IPs. I think Gearbox. Do they have their stake in Gearbox? Is the question. Uh, Gearbox is self-publishing now, so I don't know that they have any stake in them at all. Hmm, I I do not know. All right, Uh, that was that was in my. That's the only reason. Yeah, I I usually don't like. That's not even game. Yeah, that's not even like game related. Like most of the time, I don't even bother talking about that kind of stuff because it's just. It's such a weird thing. It's not the first time controversy has come from that general direction. Exactly, which is like a smoke. Where there's smoke, there's probably fire, so... There's lots of smoke coming from Fallout 76. That's still, sorry, that's still my fucking story of the week. Just... I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to the emails that we got last week that we did not get time to read because uh, obviously Game of the Year was three plus hours, but a couple of readers sent us their Game of the Year lists. This first email is like twelve million chapters, so I'm just gonna. I don't know who this is. Yeah, I'm just gonna kind of. Did you or did you read this? I take it. I did not. I mean, I read it personally, read it, but I did not read it on Phoenix Down. No. Okay, so I'm just gonna run through this. This comes from Chad. Um, 
quick overview. His uh, game, he played 43 games this year, 27 were released in 2018. Uh, he completed 37 of those 43 and achieved seven platinum trophies. This man plays. Nice. This man has a lot of time to play video games. I was about to say, I wish I had that kind of time. Yeah, no doubt. He says, like many of you, except Drew, it was very hard to discern which of those games to get to be in my top ten. Even worse, it was extremely difficult to rank each of these games, considering a lot of them would easily be my game of the year if 2018 wasn't so stacked. His honorable mentions, The Council, Strange Brigade, and Nino Kuni 2. I'm sorry that I'm summarizing this. It's a very long email. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Far Cry 3 Classic Edition, Adventures of Captain Spirit, Detroit Become Human, Batman the Enemy Within, and Assassin's Creed Origins, The Curse of the Pharaohs DLC. Now his top ten games. Number ten, Shadow of the Colossus Remaster. Number nine, The Banner Saga Trilogy. Number eight, Yakuza Kiwami 2. Number seven, Far Cry 5. Number six, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Number five, Astrobot Rescue Mission. Number four, Spider-Man. Number three, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number two, Dragon Quest XI, and number one, A God of War. His email, Chad, I will, I will read in detail on the next Phoenix Down for you. Yeah, it's it's a long one. He says, I actually have a lot more I would like to say, but I think this email is already running long. <laughs> Thank you for, for taking the time to do that, though. That is, whew, that's a lot. Uh, we also got one from Dustin. He says, what's up, New Year? Now that everything, now that that's out of the way, straight into it, most disappointing game, Minute. Neat concept, but shorter than some demos I've played and a lot, and not a lot of personality. Owlboy, thought it was going to be a sweet Metroidvania style game, but ended up being a subpar platformer. Ouch. <laughs> Games I didn't get to, the, to play, tied to play or, or didn't finish, Kingdom Come, Moonlighter, Iconoclast, Celeste, and Dead Cells. Honorable mentions, Moss, 18 Floors, A Way Out, Vampire, uh, Tetris Effect, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, Overcooked 2, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, The Torna, The Golden Country, Mega Man 11, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, This is how you do remakes, one of the best games ever made, don't listen to Ken. (laughs) Anyway, top 10, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Number nine, Detroit Become Human. Number eight, Call of Cthulhu. Uh, number seven, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Number six, Monster Hunter World. Number five, Octopath Traveler. Number four, Speederman. Number three, Astrobot Rescue Mission. Number two, Red Dead Redemption Two. And number one, Nino Kuni Two. Psych, God of War. There you go. Bonus. Let's see Call of Cthulhu. Getting in somebody else's top ten. Yeah, he says uh, bonus most anticipated game of 2019, Resident Evil 2 remake. Heck yeah, man! When you start the demo, does it go Resident Evil? I don't remember. It it might because they stopped doing that for a while. There, yeah, they did, and it was depressing. I don't think they did it for seven. They did it for six, though. Yeah, 6 was trying to recapture something, and it's still a weird game. 6 is a very strange game, but I actually warmed up to it when I did the the re-release on PS4. I like that game. I've always liked that game. It's they, way too long. I, I wouldn't even say it's way too long. I feel like just the controls are a little convoluted. Mm. 
they are convoluted, but I mean long as in like once you do all four campaigns, there's a lot of repeated material and it makes it feel longer than it is. Sorry, sorry yeah. which one is this? Resident Evil 6. six. Ah. Resident Evil 6, I mean the Leon section of Resident Evil 6 is the, the best. It is very bring, it is very good. They bring in zombies again for that one. <laughs> like actual zombies. And man, that that whole his whole little campaign was fantastic. And you know what? I don't care what anybody says. The freaking Umbrella Core or whatever. That's a fun thing. Oh, you're talking about Umbrella um Umbrella Core all oh, the the fucking Umbrella Core. Operation Raccoon City. Operation Raccoon City. That's what I'm thinking. Umbrella yeah. Core is a different game. Yeah. No. That's why I was confused. Uh, Operation Raccoon City was a. I had a lot of fun with that game. That was that was so good. Uh, Twitter. Dustin says, out of all the people on the show last week, only one person picked the correct game of the year. And since he picked <clears throat> God of War in his, he must be referring to me, because I think I'm the only one who picked it for game of the year. Yeah. I didn't put it in my list because I didn't play enough of it. Yeah. Uh, since Bungie is leaving Activision, they should just abandon Destiny and start fresh, but I'm sure it will be a lot cheaper to make Destiny 3. Let's see if it's any good on the third try. Uh, I don't have any faith in that. <laughs> well, they wouldn't have kept the rights to Destiny if they weren't planning on making another one, I don't think. I'm sure they're going to be trying to do a Destiny 3. Yeah. But, man. They almost made it 10 years. What was it? Eight Activision deal. They they started. When did they make? When did Destiny One release? Twenty eleven. Finding out now. I know they signed the twenty fourteen. What the first Destiny? Yeah, first Destiny, September 9th, twenty fourteen. They signed with Activision in twenty ten, I think. Which means it took them four years years, to make the first Destiny. Yeah, that was the first game I got with my uh, PlayStation. Development began at uh, Bungie in 2010. Four years. Shortly after the release of Halo Reach. The The best Halo Reach was so good. Maybe not the best. Halo 3 might still be the best, but... Uh, I I agree with I agree with your first statement. I think Reach is the best one. I like both of those games a lot. If nothing else, I think Reach is the best one just for that last segment. I would really like to see them put Reach in the Master Chief collection, even though it's not Master Chief. But you know, I would love to see a. Well, I mean, neither is ODST, but there it is. Yeah, I know, but ODST wasn't officially added to it. It was a bonus for people who paid for the original. I liked ODST. I thought it was was pretty good. Yeah, but it's not Master Chief. Because Master Chief's like the most boring freaking character ever. But, you know, people love Master Chief. And it's called the Master Chief Collection, Drew. I don't care. (laughs) Master Chief is a bad character. I like Master Chief. I don't know why you hate John so much, but whatever. Uh, 18 floors, added two more floors for free. Haven't had a chance to check them out, but I'm excited. So is it called 20 floors now? It's 20 floors. No, 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 no. They haven't even released all 18 floors yet. Oh. It's in early access. Now four floors. What is this game even? It's a VR game. VR. Oh. It's like an escape Apparently, Yeah. I actually picked it up because it added two more floors. I was like, well, they're actually going to put in the 
effort because I wasn't sure. Well, are you sure they're going to put in the effort? Because they still got fourteen more to go. Well, it was it was, it was <laughs> cheap, so I could. I was like, you know what? If it's only four, that's fine. this is a okay price for it. But I wasn't going to pay full price for something that they were never going to touch again. I'm going to piss a lot of people off as I read this next tweet and respond to it. I'm surprised no one mentioned Celeste anywhere during the Game of the Year show. Yeah, it's because it's not a great game. I think we all mentioned it. Didn't we all mention it? I think we did talk we t- about it, but yeah, I, 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 I didn't. I didn't for sure because I haven't played it. Well, I remember free. you and I going not that it wasn't great. It's free right now on Games with Gold, so you can go. It's, it's a fine game. I'm not saying it's bad by any means. I played it I like didn't. four times, and like I just could not get into. I was like, I don't. I played this years ago as Super Meat Boy. Well, I. But even if it was just another Super Meat Boy, I would have been excited, but it just didn't feel as good as... I don't know. Because it's pretentious Meat Boy. Oh, Jesus. I just... I don't know. I just did not get into that game other than the music. The music is incredible. But, like, the game itself, I'm just like, I don't... No. I didn't even know the game existed until it was nominated for Game of the Year by the Game Awards. It's... I don't know. I feel like the... Like, I'm pretty sure I brought up the fact that... uh, Towerfall was another game by the same dev that was really talked up, and I remember looking at it and going, I don't get it. Like, I tried it, and was like, nope. Well, I think Towerfall is one of those games that I didn't have the right scenario to enjoy that game, because it's definitely... Maybe the... the yeah, it was definitely multiplayer on that yeah, one. Yeah, and it's, it's local multiplayer, and I'm just kind of like, bah. It's kind of like all the people that talk about Nidhogg, and I'm like, eh, hey, I don't... Nid, Nidhogg? I'll defend Nidhogg. That one gets a little crazy, because it's just... The only reason why Nidhogg's great is because matches can go for anything from like super quick to horribly long because there's no timer. It's just whoever reaches the other end first. But you, it's like I think ten screens or something like that, and you have to move further towards. So you start in the se- uh, actually sorry, the uneven number. So I'll be like nine, um, and you start in the middle ground, and then you slowly move towards the other person's goal. And it's back and forth. It's tug of war, basically, but like with weapons. I'm sure a lot of those local multiplayer games are great. I just don't have. I just don't have right. a setup to play them. Yeah, I have no way of playing. And that's the reason why I don't. And, and my son has absolutely no interest. Yeah, my son has absolutely no interest in those kind of like little. I don't want to downplay them, but they're just kind of like. I don't know. It's not his thing because he's so young. He's into stuff like Minecraft and, but. Well, Nidhogg Two looks awful as well. So yeah, I just those things. I'm sure like like people rave about Gang Beasts and Towerfall and Nidhogg, yeah. and I'm like, I'm sure these games are quality, but I am never going to be in a position where I can enjoy these games properly. Which is yeah. why everybody's like, why why does everybody can play where there's no online? I'm like, because otherwise I'm not going to fucking play it. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like if the it's art- a multiplayer only game, and I don't have anybody sitting on the couch with me. Then I guess I can't play that game. Exactly, and it's it's just like the argument for Souls. Like, why is there not an easy mode? Well, there doesn't need to be an easy mode. Well, then I'm not going to fucking play it. And I think the biggest thing about making a game that is going to be you know wider acceptance, <clears throat> you should make it for more people. And I'm not saying dumb down the regular game. Just it, and I'll give Celeste credit in this aspect. There's a mode in that game called Assist Mode that makes it, like, stupid easy. And you don't have to play that mode, but it's there. 
It's right. just like Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. The Nabbit character can't fucking die. Sure, most people don't want to play that way, but there's probably some people who do. Well, I mean, they. It's an interesting. Um, I mean, Mario. I think it was like. What was Mario? He just, just fell off a cliff. Somebody there. got ninjured. I think got ninjured. I think he's dead. Oh, did I? Did I just die? Yeah, you, you got ninjured. You were ninjured. Oh, okay. Um, Mar- uh, Super Mario 3D Land had a uh, super easy mode. Yeah. That if you died enough times, they're just like, now you're invincible and you can just run through the stage. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with any of those. I think. Neither do I. I think you should add that stuff for everything. And I get it back when we were playing on the Dreamcast and, you know, early days of. You know, PS2 and, and Xbox. Back in my day! Like, online wasn't as easy as it is now. Like, now, putting online in a game doesn't seem really complicated. It just seems like something you do. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Uh, where's my update on Metal Wolf Chaos? I want a release date. Yeah. I think they pushed that back late last year to, like, the end of the first quarter. I don't remember. Um, did everyone watch AGDQ? One of my favorite runs this year was the Final Fantasy IV randomizer race. So nuts. I love watching this week-long marathon every year. The Sonic the Hedgehog run was pretty good. The Jack 3 run was really good as well. Um, those were both hilarious and actually really good runs. I I never watch these. It's not that I don't think they're entertaining. It's the fact that I don't have time to play games, let alone watch them. It's always going on in the background when doing computer stuff. Well, luckily, they have, they have now got it to where they upload every single run to YouTube, so you can always go back and rewatch it. That's, that's how I've been watching. I didn't watch it live. Everything I watch on my computer when I'm working needs to be auditory focused because I can't watch it. I just listen. So it's like a podcast or you know, a comedy bit or something like that. So uh Drew's right, Moonlighter is a fantastic game. I'm pretty close to beating the fourth dungeon, so I don't think I have much left. Speaking of games that have a physical version that's not selling. I said because man. I those are the kind of games like I, I get it. And I see a lot of people out there like, if there's no physical version, I'm not buying it. Man, making a physical version is super expensive for a game that's retailing for like $15. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's... It's double the price for uh, it here. Um, oh, I guess it would be in the States if it was 30 Yeah, it's 40 bucks, Canada. Like, you know? Like, I, I get why much. people are so adamant about physical games. I get it. I do. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't think everything needs a disc. And in fact, I, I've got to the point where I hate discs, truthfully. Like, I really don't buy... I think Resident Evil 2 is the first disc that I've bought since... Injustice 2? Probably. <laughs> it's been a long time since I bought an actual disc. I bought... Uh-huh. What was it? Octopath Traveler was on sale over the Christmas. Like Nintendo did a sale, and I bought that digitally. I'm just, I don't know. 
Most things I buy digital now. It's just more convenient. But one day, you won't be able to play it. There's a lot of games I can't play now that had physical copies, and you know why? It's because I don't have that shit hooked up. <laughs> no. You know, if you're the guy that keeps like 400 systems hooked up, more power to you. Hey, that's I, me. But I'm just saying, more. like I said, more power to you. It's just not me, man. I, I don't... I don't want to keep that much shit hooked up. I mean, got my SNES Classic, my PS4, my Wii U, my 360, my PS3, my Xbox One, my Xbox, my PS1, my PS2, my GameCube, and my Dreamcast. That's what I'm saying. I got three systems hooked up, and they're all three of the current ones. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much me. I do have my NES. It's not hooked up, but it's sitting here. Yeah, I've got a a USB cable, a power USB cable that I can swap with an HDMI cable and just plug in my SNES Classic, my NES Classic, or my PlayStation Classic at any point, but I don't keep them regularly hooked up. Yeah. So, I just keep the cables there for those three things. And that's why I love those three things. That's why I love Switch Online. Because I, if I want to go play Legend of Zelda, I just play it on my Switch. Like, I don't have to drag out an NES, blow in the fucking cartridge, try to hook up... Yeah, I try to hook up AV cables to my 4K television. <laughs> Which is a giant pain in the ass. Anyway. Uh, he says, I started Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance to get hyped for Kingdom Hearts 3. It's coming up quick. What are people going to do when that game finally comes out? That's a good question. Play it? That's stupid, uh, Drew. Yeah. Nobody's Come gonna, on, Drew. Nobody's going to play that game. I- I mean, I very naive of you, Drew. <laughs> I, I have a sneaking suspicion, and I hope I'm wrong for the sake of all the fans out there. I don't think this is going to be the end of the story. No. And there, therein lies the problem with this: is that you, I don't know if you're going to get the closure you think you're going to get from this game. You know, you know what? You know, I'm... you know what the real answer is, Ken, as to what people are going to do when it comes out. What's that, bitch? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you're, you're that's, close. that's true. I I uh, I really hope that I do not get sucked into the zeitgeist for this because I do. I, that happens to me all the time. A game comes out and a bunch of people are talking about it, and obviously a lot of people are going to be talking about this game, and I'll like succumb to it and buy it. Oh, Ken, I can tell you right now, you, you the way that you do that is just. If you're like, maybe I should look into the lore, start reading, and you will bail out immediately. <laughs> I don't even I, know that that's true. Yeah, fucking, Ken doesn't give a crap about the lore. No, oh, I just want to play it, the game. It, it, yeah. yeah, but it's, it fucking ob- obstructs the gameplay, so... Hmm. It looks like a pretty good game. I, I, yeah, like, from what I played of the, uh, what was that, on the Kingdom 2. Hearts... 2.8? Yeah, the 2.8. Like, that was fun! That's that's how it's gonna play. They said like, that that's that that's the engine and everything. Yeah, and I'm like, this is fun. I don't give a fuck about this blue-haired lady or whatever's going on in this story. Like, this is a fun action that, RPG. That game was also extremely short. That's fine. I, I that get was that. Just supposed to be like a demo. Yeah, no, my point is now take that, extend it for forty plus hours, and then add a bunch of cutscenes in there of stuff that you don't care about. Man, I just played Hitman Blood Money where some dude called me a cracker. I'm okay with stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's... Mm. 
I'm just saying, like, I just hope I don't get sucked into the zeitgeist, but I'm going to be real frank. I probably added will. into that story. You know what? You you agreed, for time. you agreed to review it when the code comes in, so, you know. <sighs> I figured you weren't going to ask. <laughs> I thought you said I was getting it. Did you want I don't give a fuck. I thought you said you didn't want it. Well, you're talking about I Kingdom Hearts? No yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Sounds like a... Sounds I like thought a no one wanted happen. this. I thought that was the joke, is that, like... Ken was going to hand me the Resident Evil 2 for review, and then it was just when I punched it in, it was like, actually Kingdom Hearts, and now I was stuck reviewing it. I remember... No, I was fully under the impression that you were giving that to me. If you, dude, you know that I have zero interest in this game, so whoever wants it, I don't give a shit. You take it, Drew, you go right ahead. I... I... I was going to... All of them, so... I was legitimately like, I guess I'll take it, because I have to put in my dues still. I didn't have Neptunia, so yeah, we don't mm. we don't request Neptunia anymore. We stop Thank requesting God. Neptunia. I don't no, know for a I, while. I I'm excited them anyways. Out of everybody here, I'm probably the most excited for Kingdom Hearts three. I'm well, sure probably, you yeah. are. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a fine playing game. Like yeah, I said, that's I'll never probably been the, that's never been the problem. I'll probably end up buying it, and that's a terrible, oh. terrible thing for me. Uh, Maybe when it's dirt cheap, I will. It's never going to be dirt cheap. Anyway, we're moving on. Uh, I forgot Travis Strikes Again comes out next Friday. I enjoy Suda51 games, so this should be fun. You know, we have somebody reviewing that, and he's still yet to tell us what the fuck, if it's, what is it? Like, if it's any good. And I know we can't say that on air, but I kind of want to know what the fuck it is. <laughs> like, has he played it yet? I don't know. Everybody keeps asking him. He's like, I haven't played it yet. I'm like, motherfucker, play it. <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to be reviewing it. Come on, man. He sounds like me. Yeah. Uh, Mark says, still battling the backlog. What is an acceptable amount of games to have on the go at the same time? Oof. If you're talking totally about, up to you. I mean, I dude, can really only do two. Yeah, two's kind of my limit, especially if they're like relatively bigger games. And one of them's usually a story-driven game, while the other one's more of a play game. Yeah, I wouldn't do more than two. If you do more than two, you start, like, fighting for time, but also forgetting what you're doing in between each game. Yeah. So. Uh, Mark also says, can't decide on Kingdom Hearts 3. Tried playing the first one, couldn't get into it. Also, the camera combat and platforming were all terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you don't need to get Kingdom Hearts 3. (sighs) Sounds like you did decide. Yeah, I'd say you're pretty good there. Uh, he says, I played the RE2 demo on both Pro and X to decide which version to buy. Both look pretty much identical, although neither had the option to check out the 30 frames per second higher res mode. I wonder if X will shine at native 4K, but prefer the 60 frames anyway. I think on that game it's just a matter of what you want to play it on. I don't... Yeah, I'm the, getting it on the Xbox. The differences between the Pro and the X versions are probably going to be negligible. Digital Foundry will do a video on it. I'm sure the X will have a higher resolution somewhere or something, but you're really not probably going to see it. Unless you're counting pixels, which seems to be important to some people out there. But Play where you want to play. And I'll, I'll inevitably probably have a physical copy of this because I have a physical copy for the other. Yeah, I bought it. 
the sixty nine, I think it's sixty nine ninety nine version of that. Deluxe game. edition. Yeah, that's the one I pre ordered. It's paid off. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Amazon says it's going to be here day one, so we'll see. So four days later. I love yep. that it's coming out on a Friday. That means I can pick it up after work and just play it on the weekend. We'll see. That's what my buddy's supposed to be coming over that day yeah. to play it with me. So I'm excited after playing the demo. Like it felt good to get back to old RE. But without the old RE controls. <laughs> I hear it's got a lot of Resident Evil 7 in there too, though. It's the same engine. It's just in third person. So. Probably like the menus and stuff. I saw the menus and I was like, yeah, that reminds me of 7. Yeah, there's some weird stuff. So I didn't mention this, but uh, there's a new mechanic in the demo. You can pick mm-hmm. up boards and you can board up windows. Oh. But they take up slots in your inventory. So, so to to avoid fighting zombies, you can prevent them from coming in. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting mechanic. Like, the first time I saw a board, it's like, you want to pick up this board? I'm like, ooh, what puzzle am I going to solve with this? Did now, you solve any puzzles in the demo? Let me think. There's definitely, like, I found a key. Like, there's okay. three or four doors that have specific keys. There are crests for the statue in the main hallway, but I didn't find any of those. I don't know if they're in there or not. Um, I think that's it. I saw a lot of puzzles. Like, you'd walk by and it would say, you need this, or this looks like it can be moved, or this and this and this. And I'm like, ah, cool, I'll probably come to that later. And then the demo ended. I'm like, no, I want to play some more. Now, I have a question, because I'm not, again, I've never played RA2. Um... That takes place in a city. Is it open world ish? Like, no, no, no you go through level structure, right? Yeah, there's a map. Well, and you can see rooms it, and. Or is it like Devil May Cry, where you can return to previous areas? You will be doing a lot of backtracking. So you let's know put what it I, this way: this is an open world game, but the open world is just the police station. And it's all gated. So the point is, is you'll see. A, so basically, it's one of those games where you see a room. It's got a door, um, and the door is locked somehow, either by a puzzle. Yeah, and you'll have to go get a key. You got to go get a key and, and come back, and then back. that opens up a new area of it. Yep. Through that, and then you might have to backtrack and open up another locked door. So it's similar to Devil May Cry because I know Devil May Cry was originally supposed to be a Resident Evil game. Um, the only reason I ask is enemies. I'm assuming respawn. I, they didn't in the original. Yeah, okay. um, that was kind of what I was getting at. Because it's like, well, if they respawned when you went through areas that you've already been in, I'm wondering if boarding up the windows becomes a necessity. That's probably what ends up happening. To keep zombies okay. from respawning in this area, you need to board up the windows. Otherwise, they're just going to climb through the windows. And so, there will yeah, be... It... Oh, go ahead. No, no. It was, it's, it, I mean, Resident Evil is basically... It's, it's a lot like Metal Gear Solid, where... There is a a continuous path that you can go through. You will backtrack to other places, so it is kind of this semi open world thing. So the main area of the police station, the, the well, main I mean, lobby. Have you played you, Devil May Cry? You will probably go through that main lobby the first hour, the second hour, probably the fifth mm-hmm. hour. You'll be going back through it, getting to another place. Yeah, because Devil May Cry, the castle is. Yeah. Basically, you you can only explore so much at the beginning, and then you start going back through old areas and new enemies are there. One of the things about Resident Evil is you will literally learn the layout of that police station very well. 
Yeah. And they design it so that it's it's very memorable. Each room is like, oh, well, this is that one area. This is that area. This is that area. Yeah, Resident Evil 7 did that pretty well, too. You pretty much, like, that house, you've pretty much learned the entire layout of that house by the end yeah. of that game. That's that's the old school Resident Evil design. Like, 5 and 6 kind of got away with that, because or got away from that, because they were kind of like, and even 4 to an extent. When you say 4, you go through a sport where you, it keeps pushing you along. But you Res- five is more that. Yeah, Resident yeah. Evil 1, 2, 3, and 7 all flow that structure of, like, here's an area... It's all there from the beginning, but a lot of it is gated, and you will go through several portions of it many times and memorize it. So. Yeah. Okay. Just remember, oh, this door has a sword on it. Yep. And the nice I got thing, a sword key. Oh, boy. Now I know I can go through that door. Let me backtrack there. There's a lot of backtracking because you can only carry so much. Yeah. So you have to leave things in certain places, or you have to go back and get them, which is what the inventory boxes are for, which those are back. So... Do you need ink ribbons or Yes, no? you do. So you're going to have to carry around your ability to save. Save, yeah. Yep. I know of that. So. Right. Also, there's supposedly some accessibility options in this game, so there might be like an infinite ink ribbons, like the easy mode. Like, I think those are there. They're not in the demo, uh, but the demo, when I finished it, did say you finish this on, quote, normal mode. So I'm assuming there's going to be some accessibility. Because in, in this day and age, that's what games do now, is they add those, like Spider-Man had it, God of War had it, just things that makes like annoying things easier for certain people. Well, button mashing is a necessity, like, which I'm assuming, based on past Resident Evils that are more recent, um, I'm assuming will be a part of this at some point. Oh, and, also... Uh, there's some people that oh, can't button mash. So. There's, there's a combat knife, okay? And you can use it to stab a zombie if they, like, grab a hold of you. And then you have to retrieve it. And it also okay. breaks. Oh, fucking <laughs> weapon degradation. It's I not... heard, uh, like, I saw the, some videos, uh, like, Leon would get bit. And, like, even in cutscenes later on in the game, he's still got that bite mark on his neck. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that, like, the detail that they put into the gore is ridiculous. It is just... Man. Anthony, you should probably download that demo. You should get a feel for what this game is. That demo gives you a real nice feel for what I, this game I, is. But I kind of, yeah, I guess. You should, yeah, I just, I'm like kind of just down because I want to play it. Like It doesn't really matter how it... Man, I'm so excited for this game. It's such a good Resident Evil. Such I can't wait. Evil. I'm probably when we get done with this podcast, I'm going to load it up. Yep, you should. It's um, you'll be shocked. You're playing. You download them on X. Yeah. Oh man. Whew. I'm just going to the website now and just having it installed. Like, where do you see it? Or my uh, thing? I should say. It? Oh my gosh. Is it is it on PC as well? I think so. Hmm. I don't remember. I know it's not on Switch, right? No, I don't think this game's going to be on Switch. I mean, you say that My like... My Switch has caught fire. Well, that's like, you say that like that, but dude, did you see the Mortal Kombat trailer? That's coming to Switch. Is it? Is, that, is Panic Button doing that? I don't know who's doing it, to be honest with you. Panic Button seems to somehow fucking pull off magic consistently. Yeah. Uh, moving on to Twitter, Chad says, My hot take for the week. Dragon's Dogma is a better game than Skyrim. 
Yeah, that's a hot take, all right. Dragon's Dogma has a lot more complexity to it than Skyrim did. I'll give you that. It They're does. completely different games. Yeah, they are. They are very different they both, games. They have. They both have swords. Therefore, they are comparable. And monsters. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna blow your mind. Dragon's Dogma is the Dark Souls of Skyrim. Uh, oh, oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> wow. I love Dragon's Dogma. I really do. But yeah, and, I, and I love Skyrim too. I, I don't know that I would pick one over the other. No, like saying it's a better game. That Oblivion is better than Skyrim. They're just very different. They're very different games. Yeah. And Marwood's better than Oblivion. What's your point? Um. Now, now that Devil May Cry Five is practically gold, what do you think the chances are of a Dragon's Dogma Two being worked on? Zero. They made a Dragon's Dogma Online. It only came they out did. in Japan. They did. Yeah, but they... whatever happened to Deep Down? <laughs> it, got, <laughs> it got buried deep down, Drew. Obviously, Le- legitimately the game I thought I was downloading when I downloaded Below. No, that's not that game. I know. I uh, truthfully, I think that game is dead. As far as Dragon's Dogma Two, I mean, it, Capcom has been on a roll lately of doing what people want them to do. So I'm not going to say it's never, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Nah, except Street Fighter Five and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Other than those two games. Well, they tried to do... I think Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, the idea was to try to do what people wanted. It just didn't happen. Because we all wanted a new Marvel vs. Capcom. We all wanted Mm. one that was going to have infinite, you know, downloadable characters. Mm. That poor game. It plays What is Capcom's next big game after Resident Evil? Dino Crisis. You think so? I think they're going to do it. It, whether it's a remaster of the first two games in a package or a new game, I don't know. But I'm wondering if they do an RE1 remake of Dino Crisis. I Is would fucking die. <laughs> Does anybody really care about Dino Crisis? Hell anymore? yeah, dude! Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people that ask for Dino Crisis consistently. Especially when the Resident Evil remakes get brought up. Yeah, I want to play Dino Crisis again. It's such a good game. But I mean, they well, did it for dinosaurs in the world of video games these days. Yeah, I think an RE RE two style remake of Dino Crisis one would just be. But I'm just thinking, like in terms of like, let's say they don't want to put a lot, a lot of money into it. A remake like Resident Evil one remake would be. Well, I think if they just did like Onimusha and just re released it in high res. But isn't it a PS one game? It is. It is. That, won't look, that won't look good in high res. No, that's going to look the exact same. But, because know. it's not the way the po- they're not the same sort of polygons like the textures and stuff on them. I don't know. I just think Dino Crisis needs to come back. Not Dino Crisis Three though. Whew. That's the one in space. Yeah, that's the one that was on Xbox only. It's that's bad, the one in space. Yep, it's a bad game. The bad bad game. No, played that one. <sighs> don't ever. From my understanding, don't. Don't ever play that game. Uh, Tales of Vesperia on PS4 is my first disappointment of 2019. The only difference from wow. the Xbox 360 version is the price tag. Yeah, I've been hearing not great things about that because they call it the definitive edition or whatever, and like, apparently it's only 1080p even on X and Pro, 
And, like, it's not even cleaned up. So they didn't do anything to it then? Yeah, it feels like it's just a straight port of the 360 game. That's shitty. So, and it's and I'm assuming it's only one game. It's not like the packages that they released for like PS3 and stuff. Is, is that game also backwards compatible? No, that was one of the games that people begged and begged and begged and begged to go oh, backwards shitty. compatibility, and they didn't do it. And then they release a fifty dollar enhanced edition, and it's not even enhanced. Not really. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Chad says I took a playful pot shot at Drew in my email Because I didn't think he played enough 2018 titles To put together a top 10 list However, after listening to the podcast last episode I think he had a nice solid list Well thank you no, I, I played a decent amount that came out It's just, you know I, I played, I, I would say the, the game that I put a lot of time into Was probably Red Dead You know Yeah, um, well there's a lot the to put into that game The rest of them were kind of games that I reviewed 2018 was a great year. You got a lot of weird stuff to review. So. Yeah. Well, what's what's the worst game again of last year? I can't remember its fucking name. Oh, Gene Rain. Gene Rain. Gene Rain, right. I've reviewed that one. That was the one you had to review. Yeah. Actually, pretty much everything on my list was games I had to review except for Red Dead. (sighs) Gene Rain was. That was something. Swollen scorpions. Swollen scorpions. That is that is uh, November, right, Drew, for this year's Phoenix Down. No, no, oh uh, yeah, no. We both have it. We both have it. I'm not forcing Matt to buy that. Yeah, but yeah. Matt, Matt does Nano Rimo. November. Listen to you. He wants to play it. That's the thing, you motherfucker. You. <laughs> he wants to play the. He shit. can't. Ex- <laughs> I'm gonna make the people people fucking hold you to this. Fuck it, let's do it. Uh, November 2019, we are going to play through the entirety of Gene Rain. You know what? I don't want to hear you guys bitching about it when it comes to November, and then if you do, I'm going to be like, this is all on Anthony. Hey, guess what, Ken? You've got it too. Yeah, I'm not playing it. (laughs) Special guest host, Ken McCowan. No, I'm not playing it. Fuck that. Uh, All I heard was Ken was uh, joining us for... uh... Phoenix down, right? Uh-huh. You can oh, send okay. me all the texts and emails and phone calls you want. My ass ain't answering that phone in oh. November. Man, I'm going to call you at 2 a.m. November 1st. <laughs> and you're like, throw the scorpion, get you on. Need, you, need to do, you need to download Gene Rain. You need to download Gene Rain. I'm like, nah. Nah. I called Microsoft and had them remove it from my account. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Whew. Oh man, okay. That's a bad game. It's a horrible game. I can't believe you guys are starting with Sonic. You just ruining your life right out of the game. Oh, hold on. Dang. It gets better. It's true. Drew, that was, a f- I'm assuming, your photo, right? From the yes, game? that was my photo. Oh, Lord, you're going to have a horrible time with that. I, I purposely went out and got the 360 version again. Yeah, the PS3 version is somehow worse than the 360 it, it version. It loads even slower. That's fine. I can make a sandwich or something. And, oh, God, you think that, but it's so bad. It's you'll finish your, you'll you'll eat the sandwich and it still won't be done. I'm pretty sure that was as, like as famous as the the difference between Bayonetta on the PS3 uh, and 360. Yeah, this is this is this is miles worse. <sighs> miles per hour worse. Yes, <laughs> miles per hour. Miles per hour. Oh, Sonic 06. 
You are a very bad video I, game. I didn't want to play that one. We gotta do it, man. Uh, do we though? We don't. We don't. We gotta have... do the bad game. That's uh, yeah. But there's. What's he, he, want, he wants to say? There's better bad games. <laughs> yeah. Listen, like if we want to play bad games, I own Sonic Boom. Get yourself a copy of Sonic Boom and a Wii U, and. I don't think he's going to buy a whole new console. Oh, wait, you have a Wii yeah. U, don't you? I, I do have a Wii U. Matt uh, see, buy, buy Sonic Boom, and then we'll play a real bad game. It's too late. I've already spent 17 bucks on this piece you of shit. You paid $17? You paid $17? What? Technically, I didn't, because I have a whole bunch of Amazon credit. Oh, my God. But still, you shouldn't have paid anything. I paid, $10. I paid $10 for my 360 copy, and that's generally the better one. You know, seventeen dollars. I oh I own upwards of like seven hundred Xbox three sixty games. I do not own Sonic O six. <laughs> that, huh. that is how bad that game is. It sounds like we're starting off on the right foot. Then is, I mean, if the right it's going to be an episode, and you're going to go, you you and Matt are going to go. Wow. I've, I don't want to sit through these load times anymore. Yep. I mean, it's not even the load times that you're going to have an issue with. It's like walking around the city talking to people in that game. But Well, that's the issue. You walk around, you talk to someone, the game decides that it, can't, it has to drop everything from memory and then reload the entire city again for some stupid reason, even though it's already loaded. There's a boss fight in that game that's impossible, right? Isn't it with like... Um... Oh, God. There's Perfect boss chaos. fights that are dumb as shit in this game. That are I know there's hard. one that's like impossible because you just can't hit him because it's just such a bad game. Uh, there's a f- there's a few that if you if you certain if you perform certain actions they become unbeatable. Yeah. Whew. Anyway, yeah, it's a it's a mess. You enjoy that? Have fun with that game. I won't. Right. It's already broke my heart once, and it's just gonna break my heart again. We're gonna play that knockoff uh, Uncharted game too. What's that? Unearthed. What is? Huh? You never heard of that? It's no. on Steam. It's on Steam and PlayStation Three or Four, and it is legit a knockoff Uncharted game. Huh? I have never heard of this game. Mm-hmm. I. It is the lowest rated PS. Four or three game? <laughs> I'm got, looking it up. You should, oh, there's no way it beats Black Tiger, so it must be PS3. You should, Black Tiger on. You should play Infernal. Uh, I've got that on the list. Oh God! Infernal Hell's Vengeance. <laughs> We've got Mind Jack on the list. I own Mind Jack. So I actually own Mind Jack. I've never booted We've it. Got uh, uh, Road to Hell Retribution. Ooh. I own that. <laughs> or Ride too. to Hell. Excuse me. You can't beat that game. If you can beat that game, I will be very impressed. There's a motorcycle segment in level two that I could never beat. I just couldn't well, we'll beat see. it. I just couldn't beat it. I, I tried. The game's just broken. Okay, so I looked up the full title is Unearthed Trailed, Trail of Ibn Battuta. Sure, that sounds like episode a video one, game. Gold Edition. Yeah, Five they only made one episode. Right. It's five dollars and sixty nine cents. Well, apparently it's that. In Canada as well, because they're just like currency exchange. What's that? All right. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. If you'd like to tweet at us, it's at f4g podcast. 
You can follow everybody on this uh, show today. Anthony is at NTRSKT. I am at ZTGD. Drew is at DMF Fury. And Ryan is at Wombat RP. You can follow Phoenix Down. DTGD yes. Phoenix Down on Twitter. Uh, Evil Within finishing up. I, I'm going to try my best. I haven't been able to play any of it this week. All so right. I'm going to try to beat that game this week if I can. And then move on to Sonic 06. Yes, the beginning Boy, talk of about, the end. That might be the biggest quality drop you've ever gone from game to game. <laughs> Even within two to Sonic 06, yeah. Yeah. I don't think you yep. can I don't think you can fall off a cliff any harder than that going forward. I don't know, man. I really, really detest alone in the dark. <laughs> you haven't played Sonic 06 yet, Drew. I've played Sonic 06 before. Not any time recently. You, I don't think you remember. You remember You're liking not. Alone in the Dark too. You no. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have thrown that out as the first suggestion if, if you remembered that game well. I said we drunk. I told you, man. We go big or go home in the first episode. Can, you, you should we probably ease, have we just, don't ease ourselves into crap. You, you, you probably should have just went home. <laughs> should just went home. Should just went home because this game. Whew, I might actually have to listen to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, if you want some comedy, go back and listen to the two episodes we covered alone in the dark. Me, Matt, and Dave, I think we both had like brain aneurysms where we were playing this game. I I listened to the Game Grumps play through Sonic 06. and if you know anything about that show, you know the anger that comes out of of Ego Raptor Aaron Hansen. Yeah. Whoo, man. Were they playing the PS3 version or the Xbox? I don't remember which version they were playing, but they've played almost every Sonic game, and I've never heard more anger than that episode. And I watched the Retsu Parade of uh, Sonic 06, and they were playing the PS3 version, and then at one point he just lost everything, and they had to restart. Awesome. Anyway, that's video games. Look forward to Drew yelling loudly into the microphone about Sonic 06. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, that's it for the show this week. 2019 already kicking off to a great year. Lots of great games coming out. Lots and of we'll things. Ones. This is going to be a good year. Friday's the Mortal Kombat event. You know, I'm going to be glued to my, expo- or my PC to watch that. Anyway, that's the end of the show. That was real weird there for a second. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Might have had a boner. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.
no bad boys allowed. And then I, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.